Shut up and sit down. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Third Shift. This is episode 141. I, of course, am your glorious host. I'm always here, except for the one time that I wasn't here. It's me, Matt, the greatest man who has ever lived. With me again, it's dead Eric. Eric's dead. He's not here today. Oh, wait, no. He is risen. Eric is here. Eric is back. He escaped the grave. He clawed his way out of the ground. He's a zombie now. Welcome, zombie Eric. I was always a zombie. (laughs) That's true. You died a long time ago. It's just <laughs> hatred and darkness. It's just hatred is the going. only thing that keeps me alive. <laughs> well, tell us about that hatred and how you spent it this past week. Hey, actually, tell us how the past two weeks have been because you were dead last week. Well, I, you know me. All right, everybody. You should not expect much. I don't remember what I did the last <laughs> week. <laughs> I literally don't remember. I think something's wrong with me. Uh, I don't remember what I do anymore. I'm starting to forget what my life is. I, I know why that is, because I know that feeling. So it's probably it's... bad. I should probably fix it somehow, because it does disturb me that I cannot remember what my life was a week ago anymore. <laughs> I don't know what I did. I don't know what I played. I have no idea. No recollection. Uh-huh. So, sorry, everybody. The Dark Ages encompassed me. <laughs> Something happened in my life. Who knows what it was, but I survived. Here I am. Here I am, another week. And I'll tell you what, this last weekend, it was it was good, all right? You know, I got out, the sun was shining, it was bright. We're like, hey, you know, we got to get some gardening done. We got to get some yard work done. And we did mm-hmm. it. We built these huge, awesome, cool cucumber trestles, big cages, all sorts of fancy stuff, planted them all up. Nice. Yep, got that all, you know, the land all tilled, tomatoes planted, Roma tomatoes planted, cherry tomatoes planted, peppers planted, onions planted, everything you're going to need for salsas and fun stuff and pickles, all that good stuff. Oh, we even did corn awesome. this year. We even did corn, Matt. We're going to have oh, rows man. of corn going because, of course, where we live, there's a bunch of cornfields all around us, so no duh, it's a no-brainer. Corn mm-hmm. obviously grows here, so we're going to have rows of corn this year. That got done. Yard work got done. We got ourselves a zero-turn mower. Uh, mm-hmm. This was entertaining. So <laughs> never never ridden one. Got on that sucker, and I went, my video game skills are going to keep me through this. That's and right. you know what? Take controls. They actually did. I was like a pro. <laughs> I went around that field just mowing my lawn like a champion. My nice. wife saw it. was like, this is super cool. I want to do it, too. And I went, cool beans. So Brian, her father, explained to her the rules and regulations and how to control this bad boy. Mm-hmm. And she gets on it. And she's zooming around, you know, full speed. And all of a sudden you hear her screaming, help, help. <laughs> and she's zooming like at like 10 miles an hour straight into a pine tree. <laughs> she forgot how to stop. <laughs> uh, it was great. It was beautiful. It was wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't tell me how to stop. No, we 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 clearly said bring the handles up to you. <laughs> it's it's katamari damacy controls. Yes, you, that's how you turn your katamari mm-hmm. to stop. You pull you back. Pull back. Yeah. Yes, exactly the same <laughs> controls. So thankfully, because of the front end being so long, it only cut mm-hmm. up her legs. Didn't actually get you know under her face or anything like that. So she got mm-hmm. a couple cuts on the legs. Walked away okay. Said, we'll have to do some training classes and get you remediated on this thing. Until then, (laughs) I'll go ahead and run it. (laughs) 
<laughs> awesome. Yes, it was great. Needless to say, the the mo the long got mode for the second time this year. Oh, what else happened, man? We did all sorts of family stuff. You know, go play at the park. We did all that good stuff. Nothing too exciting. I think I saw a movie. I think I saw like Avengers inside that two week span. Avengers Endgame. Yeah, you definitely did because Danny and I talked about it for the first time last week. So okay. You, yeah. So I saw Endgame. I won't spoil anything. I will say it was good, not great. Uh, a lot of parts and pieces <sighs> disappointed me. Pshaw. Hey, my opinion. My opinion. Yeah. It was fine, good. I enjoyed the experience. I just, it wasn't what I had hoped. I don't know what I had pictured in my mind going down, but uh, the Captain America scenario, mm-hmm. I didn't like. Just didn't like it. I hate Captain America. Spoiler alert. Oh, I'm sorry, but I hate Captain America. Boy Scout. <laughs> Makes me puke in my mouth every time. You're so unpatriotic, Eric, just because you hate America. It's I hate Captain America, what, okay? You know what? If, if If you don't love it, you need to leave it. Just get out. Get out of America, Eric. I love America. I have I've fought for my country. Oh <laughs> uh, no, I just didn't like his shtick, and there's more of a reason to it, being that Brent, a family member of ours, really loves Captain America, uh, yeah. and so anything he likes, I like to hate because that's true. It makes it more fun, so therefore mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what I do. That's okay. So, anywho, is hey, go enjoy it if you enjoy it. Whatever, it's all good. I'm I'm looking more forward to Star Wars anyway. So it's all Marvel. Now, now, now we're not even friends. Marvel's anymore. just get placeholder out. material for me until I get Star Wars. Jesus. I'm a nerd. Ugh. I'm a real nerd. All right, this Marvel stuff's for the casuals. You know what I'm saying? Ugh. Wait a minute. Comic yeah, book uh, nerds are the super nerds. Get out of here. No. <laughs> I think the Marvel movie stuff though, it's it's different. Like if you're a comic book nerd, yeah, yeah, you're in it. But the movie mm-hmm. stuff, you get your Sam Gamgee. You got your, all your idiots over here. Oh, I love, I love the Marvel movies. Oh my God, we. Hey, Star Wars is getting that way too. Hey, you're it's right. Like, there's like 19 movies now, and there's gonna be a hundred movies inside of like the next four years. Yeah, so. you saw that. Yeah, Disney's got more yeah. movies coming out. I'm so excited. Oh my God, I cannot wait. I love Star I, Wars. I love Star Wars when it was just three movies and it was a super secret thing that only geeks liked, and now it's all the time. And I don't, well, I don't really care about Star Wars. It's exactly anymore. how I feel about Marvel, though. That's what I'm saying. Well, it's like okay. when it was just okay, comic books, fair. I loved it, and now everyone's like, Ooh, like "Shut up, you guys are crazy." <laughs> yeah, but anyways, that's about it for me. Not too much going on. I'm sure there's a bunch of stuff in there that happened. But I don't know what it is because my life just keeps cruising. I'm going camping this weekend for the first time this year, so I'll tell you there all you about that next week. But until then, Matt, what the hell have you been up to this week? Well, I'm sure you noticed when you started doing yours, I pulled out my phone and looked at my calendar. It's like I've done for the fourth time today because I couldn't remember anything that happened over the weekend pretty much. I was like, usually if I did something cool like a play or you know anything like that, it goes in the calendar so I can remember it. There's nothing in there. I do remember one thing I did. I went and saw the movie Long Shot over the weekend, the Seth Rogen Charlize Theron movie. That was actually way better than I thought it would be. I mean, it's still it's a silly comedy movie, but it has a lot more heart than I was expecting. Like I had some actual sweet moments in there and I was like, "Oh, wow, okay, cool." And it also wasn't like super raunchy disgusting, which some of his movies are. I mean, there were some raunchy moments, but it wasn't like 
this is the only thing we got going in this movie, like so many of the other mm-hmm. ones. So I would actually recommend it. I thought it was pretty good. There was there was one joke. I'll, uh, I won't spoil it. Uh, the potato joke made me laugh for like a minute straight in the theater. I had to like finally cover my mouth and <laughs> make it go <laughs> because I didn't want to ruin it for everybody else. So good. And then other than that, it's just been work. And then on the video game front, Steins Gate Elite finally got into it. I had started it a little bit like a month ago, maybe two months ago, because I was like, man, maybe I'll stream this. And I went, it's, visual novels aren't really a stream thing. If Unless you're physically watching it and reading everything along with me, you're not going to get much out of it. And if you can't watch it all the time, then I have to read everything, and I'm not, I, I, don't, I don't really want to do that. So I kind of held off on it for streaming, but I got back into it on my own, and obviously I've played the sequel to the visual novel. I've seen the anime. So going through, knowing all the twists, it's so cool to see stuff getting set up, you know, just and in different ways than it did in the anime. Like there's a scene where two characters, one's given a speech and the other one's listening to it, and they're talking about time travel. But in the game, like, it gives you an actual full-on lecture, and that's what I tweeted about, with, mm-hmm. like, visual aids about all these complex, like, cosmic string theory and all this other stuff, and here's how wormholes would work, but here are the scientific problems with them and, like, the theories against them and for them, and I was like, wow, this is way deeper than I thought it would be because I think the anime scene was, like, 30 seconds. With, like, oh, man, time travel's way different than how you think it would be, and then it's, like, cut to, like, oh, man, she really shut me down. But you get to see the whole shutdown in action. And, like, I guess I shouldn't be surprised because the sequel did it, too. All the all the stuff it brings up, you know, quantum physics, you know, theoretical things, it gives you, like, a little data set. Like, that'll be a key word. And outside of the game, you can go and read up on it, like a little paragraph about it. So I was like, wow, I'm learning stuff. These these are things that are, exist in the real world, theories and stuff. And I get to learn it in this in this goofy game about time travel and all kinds of stuff I won't spoil. But I love the series, so I've been having a ton of fun with that. What I haven't had a lot of fun with is EDF Iron Rain. I beat it <laughs> over this past week or weekend. I finished it up. <sighs> Don't like it. I've said it, I said it on what you play in third shift. I've said it here. So I will say a shout-out. We don't do a lot of shout-outs here. Shout-outs to the YouTube channels uh, My Life in Gaming and The Gaming Historian. They got me through that game because I would load up a mission, and I'd be like, nope, AI compadres, you're not telling me nothing. I'm going to watch this cool video about the history of Game Genie or about their Games of the Year for 2017 and be entertained by that while I'm just grinding and grueling through these missions. So shout-out to them, and negative shout-out to EDF Iron Rain. You're a totally competent game, but you were, you're not EDF. Dang, cold-blooded. Then the last game I was playing, I streamed a little bit more over the weekend, got to ending C, near Automata. I'm at the very end of the game right now. I looked into it a little bit more. There are 26 endings in that game, and after this one, I just unlocked Chapter Select. And a lot of the endings are like, hey, do this thing, and you'll get like a little scene. And I'll just put, you know the ending up there, because they're all bad endings, except for the two I have to complete. And I was like, okay, well, I started doing some of them, and then they're, since they're all bad endings, you have to do a lot of, like, really despicable shit in them. So I did one, and I went, "Mm, I don't really like that. And I did a second one, and I went, I really didn't like that one. 
And I did a third one, and I went, okay, I'm not going to do this anymore. So I'm not going to get all the endings for that game. But I am going to get the last two because there, there's some there's some pretty cool stuff that I've heard happens in them. I, I kind of spoiled it for myself a little bit, but you kind of have to to know whether you are going to get all the trophies and stuff for that mm-hmm. game or not. So uh, spoiler alert, I'm not going to be getting those. But when I stream that, some really cool stuff is going to happen on that stream. So check that out at twitch.tv slash thirdshiftme. When you see me streaming near Automata, check it out because there's going to be some really cool stuff in the second ending. I'm really looking forward to that. And then together as a team this week, we didn't do anything. There nothing. was nothing to do. Nope, no shows, no nothing. Coming up next week, though, we'll have IG2G episode 52, and then 53. Oh, my God, what's happening? <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> I thought about it as I was doing the show notes. I went, oh, man, wait a minute. I don't think we've seen the, the last IG2G. But everyone's been busy. Everyone's got had stuff going on. So, Holy crap. You're Yeah, you're right. I didn't. Mm-hmm. Holy cow. The world's gone mad. <laughs> We have failed. We have failed. We have all failed, everybody. Oh, man. That's okay. My watch playing third shift was like a week yeah, late. Yeah, it so was a week late. Yep, that's true. We're, we're terrible people. I'm sorry. And we're falling apart. Crap. Please keep supporting us. I wasn't here last week. Means. Oh, my God. This is... Yeah, that's right. My co-host Supreme was gone. I don't miss days. Dates. I don't we're miss days. Episodes. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't happen. Mm. I fight real hard to make sure, but it was a, it was a f- catastrophe. <laughs> it, was, it was DEPCON 9, man. I'm still not even out of it. <laughs> but you know what will bring you out of that funk, Eric? Shift codes for Golden Keys in <gasps> oh, yeah. the pre-sequel and Game of the Year. Game of the you, know year you know it, sucker. So get yourself over to the Twitter, the forums, the Reddit, the Instagram. Hit up your preferred shift code provider and get yourself some shiny-ass loot. Get out of that pit of despair. You can't be in a pit of despair when you're getting yourself those beautiful keys. And I'm telling you right now, it's something I did not mention in my uh, little spiel earlier. I've been playing, of course, still playing through the Game of the Year edition. So those keys will come in handy to the utmost. I will use them to get awesome gear to go ahead and stomp faces and keep rolling through the game without even trying. Because that's the best way to play. Absolutely. And hey, if you've been playing Risk of Rain 2 on Steam, you're a part of the 1 million sales for that game. The team behind that tweeted out just the other day, hey, we've passed a million sales on Steam alone. So if you bought it on any other thing, you're blowing it up even bigger. That was pretty cool news for Gearbox Publishing and that team. I can't remember their name. It's Damn something, it, man, it's something simple. Like Hampoo. It's like Hampoo Productions or something. Hoopoo. Hoopoo. <laughs> Is it Hoopoo? I don't know. I'm looking it up right now. We're God doing we're doing a we're doing a live check, everybody. You don't even understand what's happening right now. <laughs> this this is live on the ones right now. This live look live. in. <laughs> Can't believe it's it. Got, Hoopoo. It's, 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 it's Hopu. Hopu. Yeah. Hopu games. I was right. You were you were so there. You were like ninety nine point nine percent there, Matt. Hopu games. That's good enough for me. They've got a crazy little bird. I like it. It's appreciated. So congratulations <laughs> to them. I mean, obviously that is a big, huge milestone. I still haven't had a chance to get into that game. Like I told you when they revealed it, it looked super cool and interesting to me. My computer's just a piece of junk. I don't think about playing games on it, so. And that's you know. it's really actually quite sad because if you remember I I was like eh whatever it looks crazy to me mm-hmm. I've come around on it I've I've watched a lot oh, of nice. gameplay it looks like a lot of fun it looks really interesting and neat but of course I'm not I've got so many freaking games right now I've got some Days Gone on I've got Metro Exodus mm-hmm. I've got freaking Rage Two coming out blah 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 so on and so forth 
if no one else is getting this, unfortunately I'm not. And of course you just said your computer's a piece of garbage, so I'm like I don't want to play this by myself. I'm not gonna do it. Mm-hmm. Now wait a minute. You've been playing all these cool games. You didn't mention that in your gaming roundup thing. You know, I Jesus don't know Christ, why. Dude. I don't know why. Why didn't I, Matt? I have no idea. I've been playing those games, everybody. Did you know that? But I guess you're going to have to go ahead and go to Patreon and throw us a buck or two, and then you can hear me playing and talking all about it on the What You're Playing Third Shift, okay? Three bucks for the for the What You're Playing. There you today. go. Clarification. Three dollars, and you might hear all my thoughts and interpretations on these particular titles, because I'm not going to mention them here. Suckers! <laughs> That's if you remember to mention about the PC. Yeah, who knows? I don't know what I play anymore. I don't know what I'm doing. I think I'm dying. I'm not sure. <laughs> oh, man. I don't so, remember like the day before anymore. I, I, I fall apart. It's... <laughs> Every day is the same where it's, we're at. Yeah, that's it's where all, I'm at. I don't know where same. I am. I don't know where I am anymore. <laughs> I just exist. I just exist. <laughs> <sighs> well, we might not know where we are, but I know that Gearbox Quebec is up in Canada, <laughs> and they had a little news story. <laughs> this is the best segue ever. They had this There's little news story that popped. <laughs> Who knows? Where's Quebec? It's, it's the French I know place. where it's at. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but there was a little news article. I can't remember if it was from Kotaku, or it was from one of the big... Big segments there talking about Borderlands Three, and then saying that hey, Gearbox Quebec actually has been doing a lot of work on the driving and the driving physics and the handling of the vehicles in Borderlands Three. So the article went a little bit in depth, but they said that you know they were doing the traditional Borderlands handling, but then some of the Gearbox Quebec people got their hands on it, and apparently they're all big racing game fans or have formerly you know worked on racing games, and they went well here let's. Let's get our paws in it, make things feel ten times better. And just watching from that, you know, that reveal stream, the vehicles looked good. They looked cool. They looked slick. They looked fun to drive. So here's the take, and you know what? I'm I'm excited because vehicles in Borderlands have sucked. They've always sucked. In fact, that's kind of been part of the charm is that they sucked. Anything involving a vehicle is bad. I have heard through various streamers that were lucky enough to go ahead and get the gameplay themselves, go to the event, all that, that mm. the vehicles feel grounded now. They feel yeah. like they exist in the world when you're driving them, that there's meat to the, the movement of it. Everything feels better. It still has the same exact Borderland controls that it usually right. does instead of typical driving controls. But I understand mm. because you got to be able to maneuver and shoot and do all the cool, crazy stuff. So I get that. Mm. But the the issue always has been was that every single rock, every single lip would clip you up. You'd go flying in weird, weird uh, physics, would have you flipping for no apparent reason on the strangest stuff. All that, from what I hear, I can't, I haven't played it, has been fixed. Things feel much smoother. And I'm glad that they were able to go in there and do that. However, I got to say, Gearbox Quebec has been saying that they've been helping a ton with Borderlands 3. Mm-hmm. Now, we know they've been working on Brothers in Arms 2. Or not Brothers in Arms 2. No, the new Brothers. Not nah, Brothers in Arms, the newest edition. Mm-hmm. Or somebody has. Because somebody Randy has. Pitchford's talked about it several times, saying we have our individuals working on this title. It is real, but we're not ready mm-hmm. to announce or talk about it yet. We thought that was Gearbox Quebec. But if mm-hmm. they've been over here hands, 
hands dipping it all up into the Borderlands action. And from what I hear and what I see, they, you know, they're proud of it and they're all up in it. How, mm. how many people and how many individuals or whatever have been actually working on Brothers in Arms? What's, what's going on with that? You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm confused now. That, that did kind of concern me. I was, I was so hyped about good vehicles like we saw, mm-hmm. but then that back part of my brain went, but if Brothers in Arms isn't here, where is it? And what, because I'm very excited for Borderlands 3. We established oh, yes. that last episode. But I also would be very, very also excited for Brothers in Arms. I've said, well, I've said it for three years on this podcast. I love it. I want more. But I, 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 that was a sad moment yeah, in that story. It kind of, uh, oh. If both teams have been really working hard on Borderlands 3, mm-hmm. that means nobody or only a couple people at most have been really pushing anything on Brothers in Arms, right? Mm-hmm. Question mark? Well, and, and I guess we would have to expect it because if Borderlands Three is launching in September, mm-hmm. Brothers in Arms is not coming out no. for like a year and a half after that mm-hmm. at, at most. Oh yeah, you you I mean, pace it least, out, not, yeah, at least, yeah. yeah. So you're you're talking twenty twenty one for Brothers yeah. in Arms, which seems crazy to me because that's so far off. But it makes sense because mm-hmm. obviously between big titles, you want to give time for the DLCs, mm-hmm. the you know the profit, blah 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 blah. So Especially so this because you're going to have full on expansions oh, yeah. like we didn't have with Bat. Well, we had well we had ex- full on expansions at Battleborn, but it wasn't it didn't roll out you know for mm-hmm. a long time. Oh, and it's funny you say that because speaking of the DLCs, Matt. Might as well bring it up right here in this whole topic. Okay. Randy Pitchford had a tweet out there. Somebody was asking about uh, DLC characters. And Randy said, oh, okay. Randy said, well, data has shown that people tend not to actually like the DLC characters as much. They prefer to actually, you know, data shown that content, more content is better. Oh, okay. And, you know, I should okay. go fish up the whole, the whole tweet so I can read it verbatim so I'm not spinning it the wrong way. But the gist of it was is that he, they, the team for the time does not intend to have uh, DLC characters this time around. They want to focus on the content and your current characters, their abilities, what they can do, and then of course where they go and grow as characters. And I'm torn on this. I, I, yeah. I've, and a lot of other individuals commented, but you can go over and look at their crap. I don't care. My opinion is one, a gauge came out of DLC. Yep. She's my favorite of all time. I love her. Mm-hmm. I love her to death. Sure, she's not the end-all, be-all. She's not your end-game, or the high-class character. But you know what? She was a ton of fun. She was a crazy mm-hmm. individual. Her story was cool. I loved every bit of it. So many memories and, of letting... And... <laughs> and. What? Get get to the get to the real point of why she's the best. Because, because Death Trap came Because with her. Death Trap, you know? Yes. Yes. <laughs> and I was gonna get there. <laughs> because Death Trap allowed me to sit around and do absolutely nothing, and it was the best <laughs> thing in the world. What a great character. So what I'm trying to get at is that some of the DLC characters were some of the best characters to play with, in my opinion. Hmm. And so that part of me is sad. And I'm like, oh man, you're telling me at the this point in time you don't intend to do any DLC characters. Well, that mm-hmm. sucks, you know. Uh, that means that of the four that you do have, I ho- hopefully I really love one because I'm, apparently I'm not getting any more, mm-hmm. which I'm sure I will. But that you know that side of me is like, oh, this sucks. But on the other hand, man, I'm telling you, this is actually awesome because it allows them to focus more on content. 
And if you the expansions in the in the you know back in the days have always been really cool, but rather short. I'd yeah, say Tiny true. Tina's uh, Assault Dungeon, Dungeon Assault, blah 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 blah. You know me, can't remember titles. <laughs> Assault on Dragon Keep. Yeah, shut Dragon's up, Jazo Pates. It's impossible. You can't expect. I can't remember yesterday. <laughs> you think I'm gonna remember a title? <laughs> but that was the only exception. I think that one was actually really long. Had a lot, you know, a lot to it. Most of the other ones are pretty short. A few hours and you're done and over with. Yeah. And. This isn't confirmed, but from what I take away from it is that since they're going to shy away from characters, DLC characters, all that good stuff, their expansions, I, I feel like maybe are going to be more meat, more meat on the bone. You're going to get some real story. You're going to get a real chunk of quests, things to do, everything. More than the, more than the lines with like Destiny and some of the other looter shooters that are out in the market right now. And I'm not saying they're emulating them. Because obviously they said we're going to stay Borderlands, which I'm so on board with. I've always been on board with. But it is smart to take that and say, hey, with our DLC, instead of making all these new characters and a couple hours of extra stuff, let's make an actual real DLC. Maybe we're going to go to all new environments since they can planet travel, do all sorts of cool stuff nowadays. That has a lot of potential, and I'd like to see where that goes. I don't want to blow it out of proportions. I don't want to assume they're going to do a bunch with it. But my hope is there. So with Randy saying that, I'm mixed, but I'm overall more excited than less excited because even though I love extra characters, I want more content, more. Yeah, I I, I also mixed as well. When you first were talking about the tweet, you saw my face. Mm-hmm. I was so, I was like... I was. They were ripping my soul out of my body, saying no DLC characters, and then. But thinking about it more as you went more into it, it makes sense. I mean, like we said, we love Gage and Death Trap. I thought Krieg actually had some really interesting mechanics. Like when I got into his skill tree, I was like, "Wow! If I level him up and get this, and then I can synergize it with that, like you can do all kinds of totally new and cool things with him that you couldn't do with any of the standard characters. And then it got to be kind of the same in pre-sequel. Uh, Aurelia, Aurelia had some really mm-hmm. cool stuff at the ends of her skill trees. And I really enjoyed playing as the uh, the Jack clone. Mm-hmm. But he was, I feel like he and Gage kind of got to that overpowered zone where obviously Death Trap, he'll kill everything for you. And it got to be the same with the Holojacks with the... Uh, with the Jack clone dude, with the doppelganger, that's, Timothy that's Tim, Timothy Doppelman is his is his new name. Awesome. Hey, I'm just saying well, that's it, a, that's a rumor, a side a side mm-hmm. tangent. Sup motto uh, threw it out there, but he got it from somebody else whom I'm forgetting the name of. I apologize, but mm-hmm. he put up a whole video. Was that uh, everybody was wondering if the doppelganger was coming back? And apparently, there's mm-hmm. some post posters up of a movie about handsome jack and it's starring timothy nice. doppelman and of course awesome. his original name wasn't timothy doppelman it was timothy something or rather yeah it was tim something yeah and so they think you know there's all sorts of speculation on why he changed the name or how or whatever but the, the whole motif is that he is now a hollywood movie star making movies about handsome jack and doing all sorts of fun stuff so we might actually get to see him or interact with him in some way in borderlands 3 so everyone's all stoked so there you go mm. <laughs> nice. But I, I think as much as I appreciated the new mechanics and the kind of almost overpowered abilities of them, if they 
the way they've changed the action skills and the augments and having three different ways to go about your initial action skill, I think they can build new characters into your existing characters way more than they ever could before, where everything was just, well, Axton throws out a turret. Well, you, you get to the bottom of a skill tree, it changes it. Whereas now, if you want to do a ground pound, if you want to do a, a phase lock, if you want to do a big shooting out arm thing, that's three things all in one character. Mm-hmm. And plus, what happened with the pre-sequel, when you had two DLC characters in the season pass, everybody flipped their shit and got really mad. So I, I can understand it. I just, I, what I hope is, first thing, like you said, that we get big, meaty DLCs, because now that we're going to different planets, you can make a whole new planet, and that, there's DLC. It's freaking Tundra World. It's fucking mm-hmm. Fire World. It's Sewer World. Whatever it is, you can make it totally different and have all its new stuff populated with new story missions, all kinds of side missions, any kind of crazy characters you could possibly want. So, like you said, I'm hoping for those big, meaty DLCs. And then if you have big, meaty DLCs that everyone's buying and everyone is jumping on the hype train and playing Borderlands 3 for a long-ass time, because after you play Amara one way for a long time, hey, maybe you move over and use her face slam. Mm -hmm. Now you're using her, you're playing for hours and hours and hours and hundreds of hours and thousands of hours. You're Sean, you're playing this game for the rest of your life. Maybe if those DLCs keep popping and keep being big hits... Maybe then they can rework a new character. Hey, we've released five planets so far. Now it's time for for a new character who we've put all this big, long development time that we've had via these extended DLCs. Now we can rework a, a whole new person. Now you can play it three new different ways and kitchen, kit him out all kinds of different ways. Well, that that's, would be amazing. That's exactly it. For year one... You, you just work on awesome new meaty DLCs with all new content, all new character developments for the current characters. But they said they want to keep this game rolling. They said mm-hmm. the longevity of this game, they want to be there like with the current looter shooter genre. So mm-hmm. there's what you do is in year two, that's when you start to mess around with some new characters, some new stuff like that. And that's when everybody goes, oh, you know what? I would love to come back and do it with that new character. All the cool stuff they did from, of course, year one, da 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 And you could combine the two ideas. Maybe on this planet, that's where this person starts. Maybe he's got his own little entry zone. You level him up to, like, level five or four. Then you can either jump back to Pandora for that starting point, or you get your own little custom ship, you know, getting animation. Maybe the crew comes down, hey, Vault Hunter, we see you over here doing this cool stuff on this wor- weird world. So that's the, you can get a side quest as the main characters to go to that world and figure out, or that's your initiation to the galaxy as that character. You can have whole new starting zones and new planets and stuff. Because that's brilliant. You bring in a new character with new stories, new questing, up to like level 15 or 20 or whatever, and then mm. you introduce them via, like you said, space rocket or whatever means, to the rest of the story and the crew mm. concurrently with what they were doing at that time. Yeah. But you as a player get to experience all new different areas, settings, questing. And then if you so decide, once that character is introduced, you do the mainline storylines all the way through, you can add DLC that has the you as obviously the old characters or the new one go back to that new area that you introduced with said character mm-hmm. and do more quests, more DLC, more content because you could totally flag up like total different like encounter flags. Oh, if you are 
Amara, mm-hmm. this is what this planet is going to look like. It'd be, you know, it would be a smaller planet than the big ones mm-hmm. or whatever, but here's the half that's for veteran vault hunters. Here's the half for the new character. Bloop, bloop. There you go. Away you go. Yep. Yeah. Oh, man. Woo. That would be awesome. That, that would be sweet. Because that's mm. the best of all the worlds. You know, you're one yeah. with the media DLCs, getting all the new content, cool stuff, uh, character growth, more skill trees, more attributes, whatever, towards all the different things. And then year mm. two, you start to introduce new little micro zones with new characters, and then coming back for side quests, side missions to get. Uh, and then, of course, with all that, you add in new loot. So mm. that way there's new pieces to chase after, new bosses, new whatever, this and that, which when I get to the parts I'm most excited about, because, of course, I was gone last week. So I still got to get a little bit of what I'm excited about in. That's part of it. That's part of it. All that loot. All that loot. The different bosses. Oh, my God. Woo. (laughs) So cycling it back to the the news, things that are new this week. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We're talking about, hey, friends of the show. First up, we didn't mention it last week, but we found out our buddy Low Lions was the man behind the scenes pulling all the strings in the Echo Cast extension for the whole Twitch broadcast. I don't know if he was the main man, but I was going to say, working on it. I was going to say, I don't know about being the main man, but he was definitely part of the development of the Echo Cast, mm-hmm. which, by the way, since we're talking about it, congratulations, good sir. That's awesome. I'm glad you got invited to the event. I'm glad you were part of that whole shtick. Way to keep oh, a yeah. secret all this time, helping to build this whole new contraption that we utilize and use for the new game. You are awesome. Mm-hmm. We've told you this a million times. Keep up the good work, sir. But the Echo Cast, all right? Is awesome. It's freaking cool. All right. Mm-hmm. When uh, Gathalian, Broman, and everybody else was playing, I was hopping between their streams. And of course, when you come upon a red chest in the game, anybody who has the Echo Cast up that's watching the streamer stream will have a chance to click participate. And then it rolls a dice, basically. And then a percentage of you, I think it's like 25% or 20%. I don't remember what the ratio was. It's somewhere in that quadrant wins a piece of the loot was in that chest Mm -hmm. so it'll tell you if you won or if you didn't if you didn't a little clap trap say hey you didn't win whatever if you won it'll say hey you won then you get to pick it'll show you like the pieces you can pick from and then you pick which one you want and then that piece goes to your uh your mailbox the shift code mailbox and then you can pick it up and utilize it in your own game it's so simple but it's Mm -hmm. genius it's genius it's simply stupid genius I don't know why this hasn't existed this entire time for every other freaking game out there. Mm-hmm. Because you already watch streamers. You love watching them play their games and whatever. Some people don't. And, you know, let's talk about it. Matt, you don't actually like watching streamers, for the most part, play games. You'd rather just mm-hmm. go play them yourself or whatever. Mm-hmm. But this could bring people who generally don't even want to in because now there's a reward. So this streamer's going to town, you know, playing away, having a good time. But every time they get this chest, you got a shot at it. Guess what? If a legendary pops out of that chest, you got a shot to get a legendary for literally doing nothing. So you could be at work watching them play casually, you know, just not even really paying too close attention. But guess what? All of a sudden, a chest pops. You go, oh, yeah, sure. You click your button to participate. It rolls you in. Now you get a legendary. You go home. You load the legendary. For little or nothing. You help the streamer because you got the, they got the view. You're watching them play their game. They're having mm-hmm. a great time. They're winning. You're winning because you get loot. 
It's awesome. It's like just a fun incentive. And for those who actually enjoy it, it's even better because they're already yeah. enjoying watching the streamer play and have a good time and laughing and joking with them, interacting, the stuff you do typically on there. But now they get rewarded for doing it. And the way they do it, the whole little echo cast system, it's very simple. The only downside, I will say, is that you have to be full screen for it to work. And that kind of bothers me because a lot of times, like on my uh, my phone and other devices that I'm using while I'm working or doing something, I don't have it at full screen. I, I want it partitioned so that way I can see other stuff and, and keep going with whatever I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So that part that part kind of sucks. I wish it could be partitioned and still have the EchoCast up and running. However, it has to be full streamed on everything I'm using. So if I'm doing it wrong, hey, let me know, but... From what I can tell, that's the way it is. It keeps saying it's disabled until I full screen it. So, But as long as it is full screen, it works. I won actually two different items. I got a couple blues in my uh, shift code keys uh, mailbox right now, waiting for Borderlands 3 when it drops for me. It was really cool, really inventive. I, I like that idea. I like how they're thinking about the streamers and wanting to have a longevity in that realm because, quite frankly, that's where the world's at right now, you know. Games that are played a lot by streamers and have everybody watching and paying attention and listening, those are the games that get the money, that have the longevity and keep going. Games that don't usually fade out and go away. Borderlands 2 has had a huge following forever. They, you know, they hit a sweet spot and it was great, but I think they want to make sure they keep it. And by doing that, they got to innovate and do something cool and different. And they did. EchoCast. Fantastic idea. Low lines, you're a genius. Yeah, I definitely like the idea of it. I didn't have a chance to get into it and get it all set up myself, so I didn't know how it would work, if it would even work just on my phone via the Twitch app. It doesn't work by phone right now. Well, see, that's what I figured. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, because that's what all they showed was clearly desktop footage, and if I'm watching a stream, it's on that crappy tablet over there, or, or it's this phone right here. So if it doesn't work on mobiles yet, I don't boot up my main computer and sit and watch streams that that's probably the reason why i don't like streaming as much because it always is just the secondary to whatever else i have to do Mm -hmm. but i i really like the idea when i was hearing the streamers talking about it hey look you get a chance at this well that's just awesome because if you're just like like you said just killing time watching somebody hey red chest everybody everybody ready up bloop and it's just mindless, no effort, free loot for you. Mm-hmm. That's really neat. I, I just hope, and I don't know anything about the Red Chests in particular, I just hope that mm-hmm. they have just as much a chance at dropping legendaries, purples, all that, as the other chests yeah. do. I hope it hasn't been the uh, dumbed down. I hope it isn't like a higher chance to drop greens and blues than other chests. Because obviously, for individuals who play Borderlands, you're going to outgrow green, white screen, blues, Pretty fast. You need something to sell, though. If you get free money, I mean, you're, you're free right. Money either true, way. Mo- true that. I mean, it's a couple free bucks to throw in and sell, but you know what I mean. The, the the allure of it would be there. That was the beef that I had with the presentation. We talked about it last week, but oh, just pass up those guns. No, dude, you need money. Money is necessary. So even if I'm just getting whites and greens and blues and they're completely useless, hey, that's. 40 space bucks I didn't have before. That's right. Boom. Well, you got and, and it's just sitting in the mailbox, so it's not taking up my active inventory right now when I boot into the game. Oh, look, I'm in town, or I'm on Sanctuary. 
reloading all my ammo and stuff. Let me run over, ching, 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 sell, 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 sell. Now I'm rolling in the dough. Problem was, though, man, is we're also those drunken fools. We kept all our money in our inventory and we'd go, like, die a million times and lose all our money. Well, you, we, you couldn't bank it before. <laughs> so, There's no way to avoid so it. So we were like the Shans of the world who had, like, just a trillion dollars and a, a billion guns and, you know, and they laugh. Ha, ha, ha. We, why waste our time with this? Whereas me and you, you know, the drunken struggle is real. We had to scrimp you had to and save, scrimp and man. Save. Sometimes I could not afford the item of the day. <laughs> That's right. I looked at that hair, unkept Herald item of the day. Can't afford That'd it. Be really nice. The only oh, we can well. afford. It. Can we pull our money? No, we're still too poor. <laughs> is there is there some way to make a million dollars in the next five minutes? No. No. Okay. Okay. Yeah, well, oh well. Well, bye, unkept Herald. See you later, buddy. <laughs> Fairly well. Oh. Uh-huh. But now you got a chance by doing absolutely nothing, Matt. Now you can just watch like someone stream, open a red chest, and who knows, it could be any of one of bajillions of guns at your disposal. This is true. And hey, speaking of guns, manufacturers return. Everybody knows that already. But our buddy Mental Mars, another friend of the show, shout out to you, Mental Mars, he put up an article over this past week talking about brand loyalty. And I think we'd heard about that before. If you're loyal to certain manufacturers, you'll get rewards. But inside that article, it showed some of the challenges you need to complete for those weapon manufacturers. Like there were TDR throwouts. There were there was stuff that was really like, duh, like you would expect, like the TDR throwouts and stuff. But then the, he had some other challenges listed that had, you know, goofy Borderlands type names to them. So you didn't really looking at the list real quickly before we started the show, I was like, hey, look, I get what that is. I maybe know what that is. But then the third one, I was like, hmm, it'll be interesting to randomly unlock that and go, aha, that's what that was. Now I know to do that five, six, seven, eight times to start leveling up my TD or my Molly Wan, my this, that, the other thing. Yeah, I I didn't see this until earlier today myself. I was watching a uh, a YouTube video by Eric's. Or Rex's or whatever you call, I'm not sure. A R E K K Z or something. Who knows? I don't know. I can't. You don't. No idea. No, I have no idea. Rex's. No I just want to give credit where credit's due. He uh, had an interview with Paul Sagey and a whole bunch of other individuals, and I think that's mm-hmm. where this kind of came from originally. And that yeah. he was like, "Well, what's brand loyalty? What's going on there?" And they were like, "Oh yeah, we don't really want to talk too much about it right now, but let's just mm-hmm. say that." Uh, by wearing certain pieces and using certain guns, you will accrue loyalty through that, and then awards, things may happen. And then they specifically said, hey, through your mailbox, you might get some cool stuff too. And I was like, whoa, what's going on here? And this totally plays into the storyline that we saw pieces of in the gameplay demos and in the streams, because Troy and Tyrene are streamers, and they say, hey, Thanks to our new sponsors, Mollywan. Now you can get sponsored in the game, probably. Oh, look, Atlas sees that I'm wearing the Atlas stuff. They see me on the Troy and Tyrene stream, wrecking all the shop. Going to get rewards for Atlas. Getting for rewards. Atlas they're gear. sending you gear because you're repping them all the time. So they're boosting you up, making you cooler, just like all these companies do to the streamers. Oh. And it makes storyline sense, too. Mm-hmm. So you should get stuff because they are sponsoring people. So why wouldn't they sponsor you? You're a damn vault hunter. Exactly. And you're rocking their gear. They want you to look even better, so they send you a better weapon or something, et cetera, Mm -hmm. et cetera, so you can kill more and look cooler. 
that'd be so cool if if you once you rack up certain amount of kills, like oh hey look you I see you're sniping with that Atlas sniper. Uh, the, we just released the latest model here. This is going to help you out in your accuracy. I see you're missing a lot of shots. You know this this will help you out. I, I'm just picturing the the email that will come in your mailbox. The all the cool different ways they can describe what you're doing with what guns you're using. I mean, I don't know if it'll get down that far, but how cool would that be if it did? Exactly. That'd be cool to like micromanage how you're doing, paying attention. It almost like the game is setting it and watching you. Mm. Just like, oh, hey, oh, you suck at this. Hey, guess what? Right, this gun we have here has a shield. Take this and use it and get better. Cool. Mm. That would be neat. I don't know if it's going to go that far. That, 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 that seems a little crazy, but but even on the most basic level, I see you really like our sniper rifles. Here's a Here's better the one. latest model. Mm-hmm. We improved the recoil and the accuracy. Boom. That's That would be sweet. And that yeah. would be doable. I agree. That would be fantastic. But I, I really like the whole brand loyalty thing because obviously it rewards you for using a particular brand. But then mm-hmm. up to some point, I'm sure it maxes out or does something of that nature. And then you're curious. Now you're like, well, what if I use TDR or... or, or uh, Children of the Volts guns and see how that goes. And and then you start to rack up the uh, the loyalty in those regards and get more and more and more. See, now, now I'm sparking in my brain over here. Yeah, you're maxed out with TDR. So what if the mails come, mailboxes entries come through? Hey, we thought you were, you were on, you were TDR for life, dude. Why do I see you using Molly Wong guns now? What's oh, then loyalty that? goes didn't away. You know? <laughs> Well, even if it didn't just go away, if it's just like, "Hey, you're our you're our top guy. Here's a gun." Oh, well, we see you haven't been using as much. Here's the latest thing. Oh, what's going on? Just I want little like pokes of feedback like that. If I'm if you're working it up in a storyline, like I'm imagining mm-hmm. in my head that this is how this is totally going to work, it would make sense. Hey, why aren't you repping our stuff anymore? What's going on? Maybe if you don't rep them, maybe if you max out and then don't rep them for like. 10 more hours dude we just made here's the prototype please just get on our side again something like that would just be freaking amazing that would be hilarious because it would mirror image real life all as well mm-hmm. and that is awesome to me this uh, hey hey you used to rock this seat all the time remember oh, man. hey we just sent you the coolest newest one you should, you should mm-hmm. totally use it <laughs> oh that would be perfect god that would be great I hope. See? I hope, Matt. I really do, because that would be right on brand, real life, mm-hmm. in-game. The whole story would just be, boom, lined up perfectly. We got to get it on that. I'm, yeah, I'm willing hey. to rock some stuff, guys. Hey, I'm just saying. <laughs> you got a big black void. You can just, like, pin up logos back there. Yeah. You can be like a NASCAR driver with your black void. Exactly. You know, I actually have some, but I put them off camera on purpose. Because you know what? You're not supporting me. I can't support you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just take the object and turn the logo towards the wall. That's a nice clear glass you got there, Eric. Yeah, yeah. Yep. It's pretty cool. Don't have a clue what it says, do you? Nope. You never will. <laughs> hey, but something else we don't know about right now is Guardian Rank. What is that? How does that work? Our buddy Mental Mars, friend of the show, had another article up about that. People have been talking about that, buzzing about that. What I thought was cool is... Obviously, he broke it down into the three categories. There was Survivor, Hunter, and Enforcer. And he gave a little brief overview of, like, these are the kinds of buffs you'll be getting. Survivor, 
duh, health and shields up, and then boosts for your second wind activities. Enforcer was damage and fire rate boosts, kind of what you would expect. Hunter, weapon handling, action skill, and luck. And then inside of his article, even further down, he actually had a lot of the actual boosts you can get. And kind of what we expected is this seems like badass rank type of stuff. Same kind of stat upgrades, ability upgrades, things like that. But I thought that was awesome, too, because that was something that, I mean, people talked about. Like, they went, hey, what's Guardian rank? What is it? But it wasn't officially addressed. So it's good to see that, that something, again, we talked about last week. People were free to find things and look at things and talk about anything that was in that unsupervised demo. This was something people were looking at and going through and trying to figure out, even though it hasn't been officially revealed or talked about yet, here it is. Here's a whole bunch of details. It was neat. I was watching Gathalian stream. Shout out to Gathalian. And he pulled this up. He was looking through his inventory, doing all sorts of stuff. He pulled it up. And, oh, what the heck is this? this? Is like badass ring? And he, he checked it out and said, oh, I'm saving this so people can get the image and then mm-hmm. use later. Hence, everybody did. And I like it. It's like everyone said, it's badass rank, but it's just vastly improved. Because yeah. now you can kind of micromanage where everything's going, pick and choose on what you want. And now I just wonder, and I see that if you look over there, you got like 0.00% on all the stats. Mm-hmm. I I feel like this is going to be very minute, just like yeah. Badass Rank was. Yeah. Like you're going to have to get crazy overpowered to make any of these percentages mean anything whatsoever. I feel like it's going to be like 0.01% every time you level or yeah, maybe not that low, but whatever. You know what I mean? It's going to be small. Right. So if you re- you got to really focus if you want any of these stats to have any sort of potential to be amazing unless you just overpower by bajillions. But Well, if you, if you think about badass ranks, they started off, I mean, they were always small, but they started off with bigger chunks and then they... You got diminishing returns the further up mm-hmm. you went. So I'm expecting the same thing here, but what I'm hoping is, you know, you get a token, and I hope you can actually literally micromanage every single stat you want instead of going, hey, here's a token, I want to put it into Hunter, and then it would, like, roll up five stats like the badass ranks did. Because that, I mean, as much as I still liked it, that kind of irritated me when I got to, like, 12 stats. Like, I just want to max out my fire rate, but that didn't roll up this time. I guess, you know, and I had four or five or six stats that I wanted to increase, but it got to the point sometimes, well, I'll guess it's elemental effect chance percentage now instead of damage or fire rate or melee or max health or whatever. So I'm hoping this lets you get into that really specific nitty gritty and pick your actual stat each time you want to upgrade it. I I hope you're right, and from one you know the screen that they show, it kind of looks like that's the case. It looks mm-hmm. like on the right side you'll be able to pick from whatever the things you want are, and then it has like the points attributed to them on the left hand side. So obviously, okay. as you keep picking it, the points are going to increase and get harder and harder to get to. So you'll have to save your badass tokens if you want to improve that particular spot again, mm-hmm. which will either a you'll be able to do it exactly what you said. So if you just want fire rate, you don't care about anything else. You'll be able to keep saving and saving until you can keep getting each point of that up and up and up and up. But, of course, it's going to force you at some point when that thing's like, hey, it takes 500 freaking points. Or, hey, look, this this thing only has 10 points, and you can go ahead and upgrade it 20 times since you've gone nuts over here. Tempt you to go somewhere else, maybe look at something different that could help you out. But either way, it allows you to customize 
however you mm -hmm. want. It just takes a ton of points to do so. And then it visually shows you every single one you can do and how you can do it. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. Well, next up, more news. Another article. I won't go too in-depth on it because it was a lot of just, hey, this kind of looks like this and this kind of looks like that. Mental Mars again put up an article about Flack and all the little teases and bits and pieces that we saw of his possible abilities. Uh, we saw like a little phase walk type of thing. And then he saw in a video that I must have missed something where he puts out like a little explosive charge and detonates and then there's little health icons all in there. All kinds of weird stuff. I, I can't wait to see more on Flack because that's the one I'm most excited about. So to get little teases from Mental Mars, that stuff that he found, extra cool stuff. See, I totally missed that, but it does streamline right in what I was going to talk about anyway. Was the reveal stream showed, of course, Amara and uh, Zane. Mm. And I while both of them are awesome, and it may, I really want to play both of them now because of those streams, yeah. Maz was the one I really wanted to play. They showed nothing mm -hmm. over, and then of course, like you said, Flack got nothing either, except for as Mental Mars and some others have pointed out these little tidbits they show in the reveal trailers, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, why, you guys? I know you want to tease it and have more to show, but can't we give the spread the love out a little bit? Come on. Well, and and I think to rebut that they did it right this way because of the three different skills you can have on each of those characters. Mm -hmm. It would have been too, too much, much of a mess to have all four characters with all three skill trees, skill different actions. It would have been way too much, especially for like a 90-minute a demo like they got. Because you'd go in, you'd be like, oh, I'm going to try and play as him. Whoa, try and figure it out. But I also want to switch to show this other character and switch to show this other one. And then it would just be a scrambled mess. So mm -hmm. I think they did a good job to just dial it down to two especially since you had those three options for each of them. People could get used to it, get used to the feel of all of it, which we totally saw. People were just rocking through as Amara and then switching over to Zane the next day or later that day and getting a feel for him and then starting to get his combos going. Yeah, I agree overall with what you're talking about. It just sucks because my the character I'm interested in was right. not one of the first reveals. So now I'm sitting here, and of course they've announced that they're going to talk about, of course, way more as time goes on. Mm. But I'm sad because I'm like, I want to know what Maz is all about. I want to know what she's doing, how what her skills are. Da 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 da. da. And instead of getting Mara and Zane, and Zane, you know, he looks really cool. I, I previously I was like, yeah, he's probably the least interesting. He's the one I'm not interested wrong. in. After You're seeing wrong. this, You're yeah, wrong. I was wrong. Now I'm like, damn it. Zane looks and, amazing. Ah, and I did. I did the same thing. I was like, "Oh, Mara's a siren. I don't usually play as the sirens. I'm not going to be interested." Watching her ground pounding and leaping around and doing all this cool stuff, and seeing like the little, the the arm that went under the ground and like shattered and then punched mm -hmm. up. That was the that was that the was best. Awesome. And nobody used nope. it. I wanted to see more of that. Mm -hmm. Well, and that just speaks to the the volumes of these characters because, like you said, mm. a lot of streamers weren't even using that particular ability because, of course, there was others yeah. you could choose from, and everyone got caught up in the other ones and the phase mm -hmm. lock. You know, I saw quite a bit of because that's something familiar. Everyone's you know like, yeah. oh yeah, phase lock. Duh, I know what that is. Duh, going with that. And mm. I'm like, oh my gosh, I I know you guys already talked about it, but when I was watching that reveal stream and just seeing that you can pick from three different main action skills, I'm like. Oh, what have you done, Gearbox? What have uh, what have you done? And then they said, "Oh, guess what? Though Zane can give up his grenades and have two of those." And I went, pff, pff, pff. "Who's gonna keep a grenade when you can have a second action skill? This is 
Duh. <laughs> hey, man, throwing that fireworks grenade and killing yourself is always hey, fun. I did this so the many bee. times. I, I, nothing but the bees. Throw out uh, like nine bees and watch them go nuts. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. Grenades are great. But guess what? If I get two uh, ultimates, yeah, I want those. Or you can have both. Just throw all your grenades at the beginning of the very first fight. Hey, we're at the boss. All right, two action skills. Hang on, I got to pause and switch. There we go. Okay. Which I wonder if you can do that. I wonder if you can change mid stride like that, or if they lock you in. Why wouldn't you be able to? You could always go into your menu and skill trees at any option before. Huh. Well, you know, we'll see. It just seems weird because, like you said, you could do precisely that. Throw all 10 of your grenades or however many your limit is and then just switch your skill set. But it would reset all of your all, your action skills, so maybe that would be the, the punishment. Well, that's what I was thinking. Maybe if you empty out your grenades, it'll have a an action skill cooldown, like, you know, mm-hmm. a 5, 10, 15 second thing where, okay, now your grenades have been used. Now you can put it in a new action skill, something like yeah. that. That would be, you know, we'll find out. That's that's kind of a mm. not here nor now, nor then, nor when. Who knows? Doesn't matter. It's not. It's not relevant at the moment. <laughs> it's, it's fun. It to is think fun about, to think about. Though. Hey, it is. other things that are fun to do is cosplaying. Everybody loves it. I know you're going to be dressed up as a Mar. I'm going to see you. You're going to see on the me. Yes. Six like arms, six uh-huh. paper mache arms, just yeah. following along behind you. They released the cosplay guides for the Borderlands Three main character Vault Hunters, and then they announced the cosplay tour. So. At, I think it was starting at E3. They were going to have, obviously, they'll have cosplay competitions and all this stuff because they've released the guide. But then they've done, they announced that they're going to do like all these other all these other companies do. Like we've seen it for Overwatch and uh, I can't remember the other ones off the top of my head, but they'll have like a booth there where you can, you know, if you're not a cosplayer, you can still get your hand on like a 3D modeled gun and do like a cool pose. They'll like make up you up so you're like cell shaded. So cool events coming to all of these places that Borderlands 3 is going. And then on top of that, the cosplay guide, which shows you bits and pieces of everyone's character, gives you a little bit of backstory, gives you all the cool details that are on them. I mean, I'm not a cosplay person, but A, just seeing the details is impressive. And then B, like I said, getting hints of the characters and what they're all about. And even just seeing it modeled in, hey, look, this is what he's all about. He has little, Flack has little little creatures dangling off him. Those are his class mods. Skag class mod, a freaking spider ant class mod, a jabber class mod. Very cool details in here if you want to look at them. It is really cool that they did this because not only do you get all the details of the different characters and what they look like, but it also gave like a description of who they are, mm-hmm. where they came from, who, what their motives are, that kind of thing. So we got a little bit of lore along with it, the whole shindig. And I was like, ah, yes. And it it sucks because I got so busy after work. Obviously, I didn't get to see this drop. And so when we started the stream, like an hour before we even started streaming, was the first time I even got to look at this period. So I'm like, what, what, wait a minute. Oh, my God, what's going on? What? I don't understand. No. So as we're talking, I'm like looking at it. I'm like, this is crazy. This is awesome. The level of detail, they give you all the different colorations of the different, you know, pieces of gear they're wearing with the number of descriptions, which I'm assuming tells them a very descriptive type of color that is and some kind of fabric and or possibly, possibly like a Pantone color yeah. or something that you'd be able to match in the real mm-hmm. world. And then shows like close up images of the helmets, of the, the head pieces, of the belts, of like you said, of the class mods, things like that. That's cool. 
that's awesome. I, I appreciate that they're thinking about the, the, the cosplayers out there and anybody interested in just like really deep diving into what these characters are and what they look like. Sweet. Mm-hmm. It is cool. Yep. And I got to say shout out again to my buddy Flack because he, he appreciates and bonds with animals and then doesn't understand how people work. That's, 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 that's me and a lot of people right there. I oh love, my, love my animals. So what, what is this person? I don't like They're people. just animals. You shoot them and you eat them. I could do, I would do that with people if I was allowed to. Jeez, Pete's. You hear that, everybody? <laughs> <laughs> it's a dangerous place to be around me and Matt. <laughs> I'm going to kill and eat your animals. He's going to kill you and eat you. <laughs> no one's making it out. Uh, no, it. One's get, no one's getting out. No one's getting out. It's, it's terrible. Jeez, oh, Pete's. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that actually does wrap up the news for this new week segment. Anything? Hey, I don't know. I don't know if Eric wants to talk about anything. Did you even see these reveal trailers? Were you busy? Were hey, you like, know what? All right. Know. I'm not going to go into crazy detail because I missed my chance, but I do want to bring up a couple small things before we end the show today. Mm-hmm. One being the interview with Paul Sagey that uh, Eric's, whom I previously mentioned, had talked about how if you beeline this game, no, mm-hmm. no sidelines, nothing, there's a 30-plus hour story. That yeah. is fantastic. That just made my heart flutter and soar to the skies. I went, oh, so you're talking freaking what, 50, 60 hours easy for this game then? Because, mm-hmm. of course, what do I do? I do all the side missions. I do all the side things. Yep. And I look around like an idiot at walls, which brings me to the second point, Matt. Where are the Borderlands mm-hmm. symbols? Nobody found yeah, one. Yeah, Danny brought that up. Danny brought that up uh, last mm-hmm. week. She was like, "Oh, I didn't see that," and I didn't. I hadn't even thought about it at all. Oh yeah, well, I thought about it and I kept looking. I was like watching several different streamers go through, and I was just like looking at the sidelines, at the walls, seeing if I could spot a Borderlands mm-hmm. symbol that they didn't think about or look to spot because obviously they're excited and want to do story content. Didn't see a single mm-hmm. one. I was very sad. I went. I hope they didn't get rid of that. I hope. And I mentioned this a little bit last week. What I'm going to take on good faith is they're going to use that mantling and sliding system to hide that stuff really, really well this time. Can you, I mean, can you imagine us two on Borderlands night? I said it last week, but we're going to be climbing all over everything, sliding into literally every piece of doors, covers. That looks like a little hole. Maybe I can slide down the sewer pipe, mm-hmm. Any anything. We're going to be acting like total goddamn fools, getting nothing done, but we will explore the hell out of these maps. Indeed we will. It's going to be exciting. I can't wait for it, which, by the way, you mentioned the mantling and the sliding, which I was like, they got Bulletstorm sliding in. Yes, mm-hmm. I'm excited. Excited am I. <laughs> Good on you, Gearbox. What a fantastic mm. decision to throw both of those in. The mantling was particularly great because that's uh-huh. just been needed. I can't tell you how many times I just want to shoot myself in the brain, jumping, uh, 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 can't get where I need to go. Just climb, the, just grab onto the ledge and go, for the God's sakes. Mm. Now you can. Thank you. Thank you. And like I said last week, this will allow them to build all those little hidey hole areas build like a climbing challenge. Mm-hmm. They could make a Ubisoft tower in the game if they wanted to. Oh, hey, go up to the top of the. T- they could do a parody of a Ubisoft game. Go up to the top of the tower and unlock the rest of the map, and then make it a cool jumping climbing puzzle that you would actually have fun doing. That's another added 
feature to their game, another added aspect that they can play around with in all kinds of different ways. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then to tie it all up, there's two last ones. One I thought particularly interesting was the fact of the uh, leveling system. You can mm-hmm. go in, join a buddy, everything you do, everything you see is going to be your level, your level of loot, your level of bad guy, your level of challenge. Everything your friend sees, mm-hmm. their level of loot, their level of bad guy. The math behind that, I don't even know. I don't even understand. I don't get it. Mm-hmm. I cannot fathom. I'm too stupid to ever understand it. But thank you to the geniuses who figured that out because mm-hmm. that is awesome. You know, I've seen plenty of games generalize. Hey, we're going to bring you to level 25, them up to level 15 or whatever, 20, and you'll be in mm-hmm. the same range and you can play together and it's fine. But it's never fine. It's always. But if you're at the top range and they're at the mm-hmm. bottom, it never, it never works. works great. It works. But not great. This system, as long as it works fantastic, which obviously I'll see later, mm-hmm. genius. Just freaking amazing. So no matter who you are, where you are, I can come in and have fun and get loot at mm-hmm. my level and what I'm looking to get without sacrificing anything. And that's what, just what we were talking about. We're talking about having solo characters and Borderlands Night characters. Doesn't matter. Our solo characters can be our Borderlands Night characters. I mean, well, no, that's probably not a good idea because we wouldn't remember the story. Yeah, that but far. anytime we get together, we can play with our characters. Uh-huh. And then on top of that, to tie it all in to the last thing that really got me excited, which is a, it's a little two-parter tied in, was they said there's going to be a billion more bosses than there were in any other previous mm-hmm. Borderlands title. And if you don't know, and you should know, bosses are freaking awesome. Bosses are the reason why I play games. I love bosses. I love how you got to do different things to beat them, figure it out, da, 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 all that good stuff. That's yeah. part of the fun. That's part of the enjoyment. It's part of the excitement of playing the game. And on top of it, in Borderlands 1, whatever gun or weapon that boss was using, you could potentially get that from them. They're bringing it back from Borderlands 1 and bringing it into 3. If that if that individual which they showed you, he had that cool electro uh, radio wave gun, you know, it was like... Brrr, the stupid mm-hmm. techno gun, whatever, you could get it. It dropped off of that boss, and you could pick it up and use it yourself. I was so stoked to see that. So that way you can farm bosses again. You know they got a particular piece of loot, which I always love because now you can say, oh, I really want a Jingleberry Shockhammer because that's what I'm trying to go for. Hey, guess what? You go farm him or her or whatever, and that's how you get it. Mm-hmm. I love that system. And then be able to do it with friends of any level as long as they're at that point and get a potential for a reward. Mm-mm. And what I'm really hoping for is since we didn't even mention all the bosses last week, but if they are having that many bosses, I'm hoping that at least some of them, them or a lot of them will come with unique mechanics. Because, I mean, obviously they all had kind of mechanics and things they did back in the old Borderlands games. But I don't remember a lot of like, you got to run over here because he's going to do this, activate that, run over there, do this other thing. If there's a lot more bosses, I want a lot of variety and different things you can do in their arenas to them. I mean, using your action skills, which seem to cool down a lot faster I mean, from what I've seen and what I'm half remembering, maybe you use your action skill to stagger him when he's about to do his ground pound, then you don't have the big AoE, you can get hits in. More more bosses means has to mean more variety, so I just want that variety just everywhere, everything. Mm-hmm. 
I agree with that. And speaking of the variety, the graphics were looking great. The destructible environments, that was fantastic. The, uh, mm. the variety of questing and characters interacting with you during said questing was fantastic mm. and spot on. The variety of vehicles they had available and the different modifications you could do to said vehicles. So much, so much stuff. I want to cover more of it in detail as we go on and, of course, get more information on all of it. Mm. Let's just say I was blown away. I loved every bit yeah. of that whole reveal trailer. It really stinks I wasn't able to be on last week, but, of course, like I said, I was in a black hole. There was all sorts of strange things happening, so <laughs> whatever. Now, the one thing I want to I want to mention, because we were talking about going around and looking at every single corner of a map, I almost forgot to mention it with Danny. It was probably the last thing we said. The fact that there's a zone completion percentage in the map screen is incredible. I, it was incredible last week. It's still incredible now, thinking about it right now. I'm, I'm picturing the two of us. Oh, yeah. So 99%. Nope. Dude, where's the yep. percent? Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Split Let's up. Go. go this way. You, you yep. go to the east. I'll go <laughs> yep. to the west. Take your cyclone. We'll find it. Just scouring back and forth like morons uh-huh. the whole rest of the night, accomplishing <laughs> nothing except for getting that one last percentage. Yes. Hey, we'll find it. Oh. I see. Maybe it seems like a hole I can slide <laughs> down. Is this the 1%? J- Hit jump wall. off the cliff right there and see if maybe that little patch right there is the end of it. Maybe you could land way down there. Dead. Okay. That didn't work. Drive drive off. Maybe you can make a there jump you go. in this vehicle. Yes. There you go. That It's a whole other set of the game. They just provided uh, crazy people like us a whole other, <laughs> whole other thing to do that doesn't involve anything. It's great. Mm. As long as there's an achievement or a trophy or something involved, I'm going to be there and I'm going to be doing it. And, and plus, I mean, it's just smart. That way you miss no content. I'm at 90%. Well, there's still something to do here. Even though the story says, get the F out and go to another planet, I'm not going to miss no, whatever it is. there's potentially one thing left. Maybe one weird side mm. quest sitting in a random corner over here. Let's go find it. Yep. yep. So good. So good. These boys and girls at Gearbox, it's like they know something. It's like they know what they're doing. I don't know. It's crazy. I mean, I, mean, I said it last week. This is just a general thing. This is the evolution of Borderlands that I was talking about. It doesn't sound like or feel like anything we've described. It's not in the old Borderlandses. This is Borderlands to the next level. This is the next Borderlands. And it feels everything I saw, everything I heard, everything I you know felt through the people's streams, it felt new and fresh and exciting. And it just it just put my my hopes and my my dreams that much higher. It's just so good. Yes. So good indeed, Matt. It was so dang good. I cannot wait for them to keep on trickling out information and diving deeper into all the different little mechanics for us because mm-hmm. I want to talk so in depth at all of them. Just eat every little bit of it up. Mm, oh, just yeah. taste it. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. Whew. So what are you guys the most excited for? I asked this last week. We didn't get any feedback. So goddamn it, I'm asking again. What are you guys most excited for? What did you love most about all this stuff? Tell us. Let us know. So we can be excited with you and all your excitement. We can share each other's excitement. Send us any kind of feedback. Questions, comments, concerns. If you just want to say hi, 
Let us know via email at info at thirdshift.me, tweet at us at thirdshiftme, or find us on Facebook under Third Shift. You can indeed find us there. You can also find us over at the Patreons. You like what we're doing? Consider heading over there and throwing us a tip. Yes, that is right. We treat it just like a tip jar. $1, $2, $3, $5. As you heard earlier, that $3 will get you some cool new episodes and some other stuff we do. You might even know what Eric's been playing and what he's been up to. I don't know. We'll find out. If, however, you have no money and you're like, I can't, I can't give them a tip, I can't give them anything, Brr. understood, I get it, you know what, you gotta buy your Twinkie, you gotta do what you gotta do, life's, life's gotta happen, mm-hmm. I get it. You can, however, answer Matt's question, hey, what'd you like most about this game? Let us know so we can tell the peoples what you thought of the game. Maybe give us a, a Facebook like. Maybe give us that little heart signal on the Twitters or some mailbag questions or any of those other things. Any interaction with your boys and girls over here at Third Shift is greatly appreciated. So we hope you take just a moment to do one of those fabulous things. Absolutely. And, of course, this podcast drops every Friday, so we'll be back in your ear holes on the 17th of May for our very next episode. And you can find that episode on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Podbean, on Spotify, and on YouTube. And as I always say, if you like what we're doing, you'd like to help us out, please give us a like, a rating, a review, a comment, a subscription, any kind of good thing on any one of those good services, because it does help us out, and we really do appreciate it. And, hey, as always... Please do check us out at twitch.tv slash thirdshiftme. We got a bunch of games coming up that we're very excited to play. I downloaded like a whole bunch of indie games and cool little side games and uh, a very cool strategy RPG that I'm very excited to play in addition to Rage 2, which is coming out next week. Oh boy, it's going to be good times over there. I was going to say Rage 2 is coming up. I intend to stream that. It's going to be a good time. You want to watch me lick walls? That's what I'll be doing. It's going to be good. And, and, hey, and hey, with that, there's nothing else to say, but... Don't forget to don't say. Don't forget to say. <laughs> Shut up and sit down.